1: Hiya. I'm Hallie Labonte welcoming you to Inside Twin Hills where we're giving our mega church a tiny family feel by introducing you to members of our church staff and community. And they are going to bless your soul, my friends. It is a true treat and a treasure. So, friends, I got to tell you about the power of prophecy for a minute. It is an incredible thing that the events in the New Testament confirm the Old Testament. I'm doing a walk through the Bible devotional this year where every morning I read a New Testament passage and I see the power of how it lines up with the Old Testament prophecy. It is incredible. And I know there are doubters out there who would say, hey, how difficult would it have been for the gospel writers to tell the story of Jesus' life so as to make it conform to the Old Testament prophecy? Wouldn't it have been within the power of any mortal to write a book that confirms the predictions of a previous book? And to that I say, it must be hard to think like that and to throw roadblocks in your own way, my friend, because faith is a gift and I pray for more and more of it in your life, okay? Because sometimes you need to welcome God's word and say, wash over me, I'm all ears. You know what? Give that some headgear and see if it straightens out. Okay. Well, just like Isaiah received visions from God, my co-host is a true vision. Everybody, I wish you could see him. Please welcome Gray Haws, everybody. Hey,
0: Hallie. So good to see you. So nice to be here.
1: We are too blessed to be stressed, aren't we, my brother?
0: Absolutely. I'm feeling so blessed today. It was just, uh, it's a beautiful day here in Broad Ripple. I love it when the humidity gets to the point where you just can, you know, you step right outside and you just instantly sweat I love it it's an
1: anti-aging thing isn't it
0: oh absolutely yeah absolutely I love it well, you know, I'm having a bit of a challenge in Climax.
1: What's going on with your Climax kids, my brother?
0: Well, you know, I've always encouraged kids to get baptized. I think it's one of the most important things that we can do, obviously, in our, in our spiritual journey, in our life.
1: Jesus says so.
0: Absolutely. And it's something that we really celebrate here at Twin Hills. Uh, no matter when you get baptized, whether you're 80 years old, whether you're 60 years old, whether you're 40 years old, we don't encourage anyone to get baptized. Um, Baptized under twelve years old because that's the age of accountability. But usually, uh, when when a teen is saying, "Hey, I want to give my life to Christ. I want to dedicate my heart to God," I'm I'm just so excited and I'm ready to get them dunked, as we say. Hallie, I've got to say, this week I found out that some of my kids had been doing baptisms on their own. What? And they were what? Right. Uh, you know, it was, it was pretty painful because oh, no. I found out from some of the freshmen, I said, Hey guys, uh, you know, think about, uh, doing you, you know, a lot of times we'll, you know, you'll take a class So we'll talk about the baptism. And they said, I've already been baptized and I went and looked at the records and clearly a lot of them had not been. And I said, okay, guys, where where did you get baptized? You know, just let me know the church. Uh, and they said, well, some of the some of the juniors had been doing it. Hallie, apparently what they'd been doing is they'd been going over and just sprinkling water on each other's heads.
1: Nope, doesn't count. You got to be dunked.
0: Saying some what they considered to be spiritual texts. Oh, boy. And saying they were baptized. And I said, nope. guys, that nope. is not baptism. And they said, well, you know, Jesus was baptized in the Jordan by John the Baptist. Um. Apparently, one of the kids they 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 found a big mud puddle and they dunked him in. They said he had been baptized.
1: Don't, no, don't
0: and I just said, guys, this is not a thing to joke about. It's not funny, no. And it's not something to to ever do to take yeah. that power into your hands. Yeah. So I'm kind of dealing with that right now. How to reverse those baptisms? Because I'm not really sure how we're gonna you know, go to the next step if if they've already gone through. Well,
1: these kids have no excuse not to be baptized by you because you make it so fun by doing it in people's pools and making it a pool party afterwards. And, you know, when you had Doug Zvigil come down that slide into your arms and then you dunked him in right. the powerful name of Christ and he went underneath and he came back up washed in the blood. They've got no excuse not to do it because then you order um, Little Caesars and all that. So let's go.
0: Right. And I said, hey, guys, if you've already been baptized, you're not going to get to do the big fun one at the end of the summer. We we go to Water Country USA and and everybody gets to go into the tide pool and we do it together.
1: See, so, you know.
0: So I I just, you know, if uh, I just ask for your prayers because I just really don't know how to cancel those out because I don't know if that is a thing that you can do. Yeah. Um. So I'm going to, I'm having a meeting with Steve about it tomorrow. Right. Oh,
1: yeah. good. Ooh, tell, let me know what Steve says. That's so cool. Right. I mean, teens, it's the hardest time. It's the hardest time. They're the worst human beings because they think they know everything and they're actually at the dumbest point in their life. It's so frustrating. Yeah. I just don't even know what to do. How
0: was your week, Hallie?
1: <gasps> well, we had a debate between a believer and an atheist in all of our services this weekend and it was so awesome. That Did you see great. any of them?
0: Now I am sort of dealing with nice 9-11-2 of baptism.
1: Oh uh, yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, the best part was that the believer won the debate in in all five services. Can you believe oh, that? That is awesome. The believer won every single time.
0: So the audience voted.
1: Yeah. I mean, like a debate. You know how like teens do in school? Yeah. It was so cool. And you get to hear both sides of the compelling arguments. And every single time the believer won, and I just said, it's such a God thing. You know what I mean? And I was nervous. I get goosebumps just thinking about it. I said, what if the atheist wins? And I I, I had a pit in my stomach. And I just thought, and, you know, Steve's point when he was wrapping it all up after each debate is that faith is not intellectual suicide. You know? Right and we saw that 5 times in a row when the believer won the debate. You know, and it's not just because it's impossible to prove a negative, but like Steve said, the truth it's like a light in the darkness, isn't it? Absolutely. Isn't that so true? And and then I kept, when I was backstage, I kept keeping an eye on the atheist in the green room, because to be honest, I, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but I was a little freaked out to be in the presence of an actual atheist. Right, I've never met one. I've never met one in the same way. I've never met a gay person. And, you know, I try to keep these um, little milestone records in my life. Like I've never broken a bone. And, you know, the longer you go, it becomes more important to you. But I just thought it was such a God thing. But then, oh, this is the most important part. I overheard the guy who was arguing for atheism in the debate, and I heard him tell someone in catering that he just read a Sam Harris book to prep for the program, but he's actually a Christian. And I was like, oh "Oh my gosh, thank goodness. I thought that was so cool because I kind of felt weird about having an atheist there anyway. Right. That's, you know, kind of weird. And so, anyway, I have an unbroken record. Well, just like Noah built one boat to save the entire world, we're going to save you from the floods of your life by introducing you to our guest today. Please welcome Rusty Brent, everybody.
0: Hey, y'all. <laughs> hey, Rusty. So nice to see you. Thanks for being here. Um, it's a pleasure to be here, taking some time off from uh, my
2: duties to just uh, swing by and uh, chat with y'all good folks. Uh,
1: that's right. <laughs> it's so good to have you. I feel kind of nervous. Is that a real gun? Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. It's what in this it? leather holster. It's so Wait, cool. It's right here.
2: Yeah. It's a Sig Sauer, 15 in the clip, one in the hole
1: wow that it, is so cool it's loaded right now
2: absolutely loaded oh. at all times and even if it's not you always treat a weapon as if it's loaded
1: that is so cool
0: so uh just to tell everyone rusty is uh he's dressed in a black suit a white shirt very crisp uh a, a black tie with an excellent tie clip that has got um it, it looks like an it's a nail and uh and he's he's one of the bigger guys around here he's probably 6'6". How much you weigh, Rusty? Yeah, 6'6", six, six, 333 pounds. And it's
1: three three
2: three, and probably very low body fat. No, I was tested recently. I got
0: like 2% body fat. Wow. It's really That is awesome. so cool. I've tried to keep it up. And uh, <laughs> what do you do around here just to let the listeners know?
2: Well, for those who don't know, I'm head of security here at the uh, facility. Uh, just making sure that there's nothing untoward happens. Uh, making sure that we have um, eyes on everything and that uh, everybody's safe and secure.
1: Yeah, it's, I've used Rusty so many times when we have people, you know, being disruptive on a weekend service in the auditorium. We one time had a flag dancer come down. She was doing some kind of I don't know Pentecostal type of thing, and she was trying to praise the Lord with flags and she was dancing in the aisle. I just had to look over. I gave Rusty this little down nod. We made eye contact. He went over. He took her flags. She she gave she put up a good fight, but because you're so strong, you are able to just scoop her up into she your arms. She was a
2: slippery one. Yeah, uh, she had a lot of lot of ability, uh, gymnastic ability. You know, th- there's a lot of uh, martial arts that teach you how to lift average, a flexible body against a powerful body. So you just got to, you just really got to grab them and, uh, and get them out the door. I see that look come over someone's face and I know I got to get out, snatch that flag, snapped it over my knee, brought her out to the, uh, out to the parking lot and just uh, placed my body in front of the door. Right. I like
0: how you broke the flag before you took her out. So that in case if she did get away from you, she's not going to go back and do the flag. No, I see that that flag is an instrument of sin. There's no two ways about it. Yeah,
1: that's not stuff that God enjoys. You know what I mean?
2: Absolutely not. You know, I see a I see a flag. I see a flag that someone is using to entice. That someone is using to uh, to to convey the flesh of their body. Oh, I, I see that. Um, that ain't nothing but a wand.
1: Oh. You know what a <gasps> wand
2: is? Oh right. Oh, that's like, an instrument. That's an instrument of witchcraft.
1: Oh, that's like what warlocks use, isn't
2: it? Witches, warlocks.
1: Wow!
2: Yeah, um, back back in my, back in my heyday, uh, we were we were a little more concerned about that. I've seen that the uh, the has drifted off of witches, warlocks, and the and the machinations of the evil one. But he he, he remains in power, whether or not you, you choose to believe it or not.
0: Well, when you say back in your uh, previous days, uh, what what were you doing where you were talking about witches and warlocks so much?
2: Well, this was back, of course, you know, in the, in the late eighties, early nineties, um, when I. <clears throat> No, I don't uh, talk about it often, but when, when I was you know engaged in a in a practice of ministry myself. Oh, really? Yes.
1: What? I was really? in a
2: touring touring practice and uh, practice ministry at, at that point. Okay. Um, and that was part of the conversation. I don't like to bring this up much. I don't like to make the conversation about myself. I like to be more fly on the wall, keep my eyes on the prize, eyes on the on the yeah, you know,
1: like Secret Service. Exactly. Wow, that's cool.
2: In, in my mind, the 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 you know Steve is is like the president. And I am the head of his security detail. Right.
1: And I like how on your lapel, on your suit, instead of an American flag, like the Secret Service have, you have a cross. That's right. That's a cool little gold pin. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. Got
2: a cross over the breast, got a nail adhering the tie
0: to the breast. Oh, you that's know. cool. <clears throat> but you toured around. Yes. You were in ministry. You're a pretty big guy. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I'm gonna just ask you a question. I see a twinkle in your eye now and I think I know where you're going. <laughs> okay, because I used to have a lot of these tapes and if I'm if I kind of squint my eyes and make my eyes a bit fuzzy, I'm seeing you with you used to have a bit longer hair. Yep. A bit bigger hair, right? That's right. Long really long in the back. That's right. And
2: <gasps> okay, yeah. Uh <laughs> I don't like to bring this up, but yes, late eighties early to mid-90s, I was a member of the offshoot of um, of the Ministry the Power
0: Team. Oh, yeah. oh that's so Manhandle. Cool. Ma- yeah, that's right. That um, is awesome. What's Manhandle? Manhandle was sort of the splinter group of the Power Team after, after the schism. Yeah, uh, the Power Team...
2: I don't, I don't need to get into the weeds of, uh, what exactly all shook out, but, um, le- there were some disagreements in the direction of the ministry and, uh, just the way that, you know, egos can bounce off each other. And, um, those of us who are, who are loyal to the message of the team split off from the power team, which, uh, is an evangelical ministry that uses bodybuilding and physical fitness to teach about the power of Christ. Wow. Um, we split off and formed manhandle, uh, which uh, toured around churches all around uh, the United States and Canada and uh, Mexico until we were uh, served with um, some legal action.
1: Wait, so I'm sitting in the presence of a person who can honor God through ripping a phone book with his bare hands?
2: I, oh, I have not done it in many years. <laughs> that is, you don't find many phone books these days. But, uh, but yes, there was a time when I could, I could rend, rend a, a phone book apart. Wow. M- we Blow up what? a hot water bottle until it popped.
1: <gasps>
0: really? All for Christ? Just because we were on fire for Christ.
1: Wow.
0: So what was the, what was the nature of the split? Because I'm always a bit, you know, I don't want to get too into gossip, but I do want to know, you know, what were the priorities that Manhandle really was going after that, that the that the power team wasn't. Absolutely, that's a great question.
2: Great. I feel like the um that the, the there was some ministerial drift about what what we were actually doing. I, I, I began to feel as though there were personalities on the power team that uh, that. We're making it more about themselves and also that, that it was a, that, that we were kind of losing sight of the focus that it was all about. And uh, manhandle, uh, when we split off, was really getting back to the basics of a, a ministry that was to teach youth that you could pick up weights, pick up a bar and wait to pick up your own instrument. Uh, right. You need to, you need to handle your business so you don't handle your manhood. That oh. is
0: Great. What a great message.
1: Oh, so like getting your energy out, sort of like, is it like the same thing as like taking a cold shower?
2: Oh, absolutely.
1: Oh, that's so cool. Is that and what... only
2: a, a thousand times more so. Oh, really? Nothing better to drive you into the gym than just to have just like taking those urges that uh, that Satan puts into your body. Yep. Right. You, know, you, you wake up first thing in the morning and you're and you're feeling, you got to work this out. You got to get that... And down below the equator, and make it happen. And these teens that we're that we're dealing with—that's running in their head all the time. They got Satan on on both shoulders, telling oh, yeah. them, telling them what to do. Oh, yeah. uh, but if you can just go in the gym and and spend that energy on just ripping out some uh, some some bench presses, some squat thrusts, some clean jerks, um, yeah. Then hey, you can suppress that voice for yet another day and gain some muscle in the process. Now
0: it is too bad that. Um Because the guy who uh, you started Manhandle with was Levi Lamar, is that right? That's right.
2: Levi Lamar and Terry Towles.
0: Okay. And um, both of whom went blind. That's right. Both went blind. Which is, the irony of that is just...
2: It's it's an incredible irony. The Lord works in mysterious ways. Kerry Caruso, who was our uh, manager at the time an excellent man, uh, on fire for Christ, uh, our trainer and helping us out, drove us to every, uh, church to do these, these big events. It's, it's lights. It's, it's music. It's, it's the phone book. We had to have so many phone books, so many bricks on site to smash every time, I, every, every night before, for doing our, our show, we'd say, say a prayer to the Lord put on a go show for these people to move the, the power crash in the hearts of this audience. Uh, then we'd all, we'd all just, um, have a little, little protein snack. And then characters would We just, uh, just inject us with some, uh, with some holy water and, uh, go and we'd hit the stage and, uh, and do our show. And I tell you, as, as soon as that water hit, I felt, I felt like I could do anything. Wow. Right. And, and over the course of that tour, we all started to notice some incredible changes in our bodies, but two years down the road, some of those changes uh, began to take a dark turn, and, oh, and, and it robbed and it robbed a couple of us of our eyesight.
1: Oh, God, what a shame! Well, you know what? I see a biblical connection here, Rusty, because the Apostle Paul really talked about struggling in the flesh. It mm-hmm. was really hard for him, mm-hmm. and it's too bad that they didn't have heavy things that he could lift back then. You know, to get it out. It's it's kind of sad. And remember, he went blind after the road to Damascus.
2: Absolutely. Everybody's engaged with a struggle with your flesh. You can choose to to wrestle with your flesh in a lustful way Mm -hmm. or you can can challenge your flesh in the gymnasium.
1: See, isn't it true that the evil one just whispers in your ear? As a female, I, I don't really get it to the extent that males do. I just know that you are just absolutely plagued by lies from the evil one whispering in your ear all day long from the minute you wake up until the minute you go to sleep. And even sometimes in your sleep, you'll have a dream. The evil one will make you dream about a woman without clothes on or something like that.
2: If there, if there was a way for me to, to work out while I sleep, then I tell you I'd do it. I, I've I've gone to sleep with a uh, with weights velcroed to both ankles and both wrists, just so that if there is a movement in the middle of the night, then I will snap awake and oh. make sure and, and so that I, so that this arousal will not come to fruition. Awesome! I've got to try that. Are you married? Uh, no, ma'am.
1: Oh wow! Well, uh, okay. Haven, haven't
2: met the one. I've been very devoted to my. Voted my work. It's incredibly difficult to get free time. To to my mind, this is a 24 7 job. Even when um, Steve is at home, then the facility itself needs protecting. I don't know if you notice these cameras everywhere. Somebody's got to watch them. I'm charging the team to do that. I've got some of these closed circuits hooked up to my home. So even if I'm at home, I'm still on the job looking at the videos that are uh, being
0: played uh, here. There are actually, you know, I just heard this statistic. There are actually more closed circuit cameras at the church than there are members of the church.
1: That's so cool. Isn't that
0: awesome? That that's so awesome. That's that's awesome. And, and I true. Think
1: what people don't realize about somebody like Rusty is that it's not just taking care of uh, the the facility and Steve. It's also guess who uh, escorts your tithes and offerings to the Brinks van. <laughs> It's Rusty right. because, I mean, we have hundreds of thousand dollars coming in every single weekend. And Rusty is taking it out to the Brinks van with his hand on his holster. And at Christmas services, we've got hundreds of millions of dollars moving out of this building. And um, that's all Rusty, protecting your tithes and offerings.
0: So, Rusty, I did want to ask this because um, you're in charge of security for Steve. Right. Do you ever get threats? <gasps> it, this happens. I don't like... Talk
2: about this, Okay. so I don't feel our community should have to live in fear. But uh, absolutely, there are threats. Really? that come through. Um, I don't know if you you just see if you see what I see on the uh, on the on the on the Twitter feed that he that he interacts with. If you could see the messages that come into him, then uh, you you'd wake in fear.
1: Oh no!
0: And and, and do you follow up on those? What do you, what do you do?
2: Um, if I now I, I I every time he gets a message that is at all threatening or appears to be a little, a little questioning of his, uh, of his um, uh, practice. Then um, I will blow up the image of the person in the, I believe they call it an avatar photo. Okay. I will run a Google search on that. I'll cross reference that with other images that I found. I'll cross reference that with maps. I will drive to that person's house. I will knock on their door. I will confront them with, with what they have spoken. And um, let me tell you, after a few minutes of my presence, these cowards back down.
0: Right. Wow. I mean, you see a, a guy as big as him come to your door. You're going to have a second thought about what you're just spewing out online.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Have you ever made a mistake? You know, sometimes
2: this process is not a foolproof process. Right. You're in a scary it seems place. like you're
0: kind of using you're using Google, which, right. as we all know, it's not always. So you so you so you sort of you're blowing up the picture. You're using Google, using Google Maps. I'm assuming. Uh, yeah, okay. I'm ta- taking
2: the p- picture. I'm. I don't know how many ways there are to say this. I'm taking. I take a picture, off Twitter. Okay. I look at pictures on Google, see if there's a similarity. Then I, I I'm looking on the maps to find a person who looks like the picture. Oh, so you. This this is this is the work of hours. and then I drive in my car to their house. Bang 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 on the door. Hey, this you, um, and and yeah. Sometimes uh, I'll say, I mean, most times people are like, what the hell? What are you? Who are you? What are you doing here? And uh, they oh they try slippery eels to get out of my clutches. Gun drawn. Oh, one hundred percent. You can't be, you can't be half stepping in these situations. I've I've trained in tactics. Uh, I've, I've I've watched countless videos. On, uh on 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 tactics and strategy for getting into close fighting sometimes I'll just pound on the door as soon as that person pops through bang they're in the lateral vascular neck restraint or oh gosh, uh, the, uh, for or a
0: second the, I thought you shot him but. no no okay
2: <laughs> oh, no. I I haven't had to yet man, wow
1: this is dedication you're so good at your job I bet you could work for the president of the United States if you wanted to you got the skills and you know what some people say he's not a man of God but I'll tell you what, God put him in that spot. That was God's choice. And I bet you could help him. I bet you could help the president of the United States.
2: I like to think that I am helping him in my own small way right here in this community.
1: Wow, isn't that true? Now,
0: Rusty, there had to be a time. So you had this amazing career. Oh. And the
2: nineties y- were it was it was a heck of a time. It's it's really a blur. I don't know what it is. Whether it was just like the the lights, the 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 pumping sounds, the, whatever was in that holy water that I was injected with night after night after night, that made my body hair fall off. That that it's 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 it's, it's amazing. Right, like, you are completely bald. I, we didn't say this completely. Doctors have said this is not a result of alopecia. That this is something they they, they can't they they don't know why. I was chosen.
1: Wow. What
0: caused the transition from the, uh, other than just time, from the late 90s into where you are now? Was that, did anything happen? Cause, because it seems like you really enjoyed it. You could have probably done it forever. Well, this gets into some dark
2: territory because, um, well, I got to say, we, uh, <clears throat> as part of our show, you know, we'd open, open, strong, get power of Christ uh, message in our ministry, punch some bricks, uh, rip up some, some phone books, blow up some hot water bottles, make them explode. And then bear in mind the time frame we're talking about here. Then, then I would launch into a sermon. So like, You've been tempted to, to let, to let your hand be, be your wife on many a night. You've been tempted to let, to let your hand do a wife's duty, mm. but you should let your right hand be your best friend. And at which point I would, I would pick up a giant kettlebell. And in the middle of this, uh, of this, uh, of this powerful ministry, um, someone you'd hear a voice over, over the sound system saying, I can't, I can't do accents, but uh, you, I'm taking over this show. At which point a, uh, our, our cast member, Tracy Toons would come out dressed as Saddam Hussein Oh. Saying that he had taken over the show, and that he and that he was going to drop a missile on on us all if we didn't stop firing up the youth with the power of Christ, oh, and that son. he wanted the the teens of America to be cranking it away because it made them weak. At which point, in our show, me and the other members of Manhandle would uh would would pick him up over our heads and, thr- and th- throw him through the wall and throw him through the wall. Now I we had a specially this. built wall. We had a specially built wall of a uh, plywood and plaster that was built to break away. Okay. Oh, smash cut to uh 19, 1996 desert storm is long over at this point, but we have not, we, we have not Saddam Hussein is still in the, okay. I, I would claim still in the zeitgeist. Um, the wall Proper procedure had not been taken. Oh, no, no. I don't know if it was a lapse on my part. I don't know if it was a lapse on, on management's part. If, if communication had broken down between ourselves and the venue, to be honest, a lot of this period is a, is a fog for me because of, I don't know if it was the working out, the level to which the protein was hidden, or maybe just that holy water. But we, when, when I raised him aloft over my head, in his in his Saddam hussein guard uh I hurled him against this wall and and I shattered his skull oh, wow needless to say after after that in uh in in medical bills and lawsuits uh, uh that that was effectively the end
0: of manhandle and i was I was forced to to, to seek other employment.
1: Oh, what a shame.
0: That is too bad. That, that is too stinks. bad. Because you had like another good five to seven years of good Saddam Hussein staff. I'd say so. I think, I'm,
2: I mean, he's still, he's still, yeah.
0: Oh, that's just too bad. So the guy, the guy survived though.
2: The, uh, he survived. I mean, you could call it survived. Okay. He, he's t- he's, he is medically
0: alive. Probably better, better off dead.
1: Wow. But
0: it's such a good reminder that ministry is all about the details yep. and you skip one small detail yep. and things can really fall apart and then and in this case i guess things didn't fall apart the way they should have like right, as in right. the wall didn't in
2: this case yeah sometimes you want things fall
0: you want the wall then, to fall right, right anyway.
1: Man, alive. Well, I'm glad that we have you here. So you know what? It's all part of his master plan, isn't it? That's right. That's so cool. Now I see you got a little earpiece in there. Is somebody talking to you? You got a, you got that coiled wire coming down into your...
2: Yeah, I got, I got, I got the, I got the game on.
1: Oh, you listen to the Cubs game? Yeah, that's right. Oh, how they doing?
0: Uh, it's, oh, it's bad. Oh,
1: wow. What a shame.
0: Um, so Russ, if, if you were to give any, um, Basic instruction to people that go to Twin Hills just about their safety and how to conduct themselves in a in a way that's going to keep them more safe. Uh, do do you have any advice there? Well, um, first thing that
2: I that I really have to say is that we are all empowered to be each other's security. Ah. If you see something, say something. Wow. Now there's there's literally thousands of cameras in this uh, in this facility, but we still can't see everything Mm -hmm. the best eyes on the ground we got are your eyes on the ground so if you see anyone in this facility who looks a little different Uh. looks like they should not be here Mm -hmm. looks um it's a little shifty okay mm -hmm, then report that person to the closest authority that would be me or another member of my team we're gonna get them out of there
1: yeah and you're always in the auditorium for every single service aren't you that's right and you're standing there anybody can see you
2: Either by, the, either by the back door or right up there by Steve where I can be the most use. Just in case someone tries to take a shot, I'm going to be leaping right in front of him. I've sworn a sacred oath.
1: Oh, that's so cool. Now, has has um, Steve ever taken you out on his boat? I know he's got a real expensive, beautiful boat, and, and he takes people out there. Does he take you out there for, for good times and listening to tunes on the water?
2: He took me out there one time. Oh, yeah? That's right.
1: Is it a nice boat?
2: It is incredible
1: really it has like a kitchen and a bathroom and everything there's a
2: kitchen there, it sleeps i would say it sleeps six.
1: Oh, that's so cool oh that's wow. awesome it was like, it was
2: like one of those kitchens that's not just for you could tell it's a kitchen for like catering
1: wow
0: and i had steve's a good wakeboarder.
2: oh yeah he went out there he he, he got on he was knee board he got us got up on 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 regular board excellent i was like not for me man i don't Wow. I always wanted to go. Can't swim. But can't it, swim. Oh really? Oh really? No, can't swim.
1: Wow. Is that like
2: by choice? Uh, uh, yeah, for sure. That's one hundred percent by choice.
1: Well, you probably have too much muscle mass. You might just sink like a stone.
2: That's the way. Uh, I got in. Got in a pool once. Yes. Just sank like a brick of lead. Wow. Wow. It was on that boat that he locked eyes with me and said, "I need your trust, mm-hmm. and I need your promise that if someone comes for me." Mm-hmm that you're going to take that shot. Really? And I swore to him wow. there on the deck of
0: his boat. Wow. So he's, that I would take a bullet for him. So he's sort of the designated survivor of his own, Well, he, yeah, he, um, he is that he's got to survive. Yeah, that's right. There's really, yeah. I'm not sure who would take over if, if we lost Steve. Yeah.
1: I mean, he's irreplaceable. Yeah. He'd probably now, just
0: shut the church down. Now
1: have you been to his house?
0: Oh yes. Many times.
1: <gasps> have you been to his beach house?
0: I, I haven't had the pleasure. Have you ever been shot?
2: I have to confess that I have.
1: <gasps> really?
2: Yeah, I was on a hunting trip. Uh, total. I, I should have been wearing blaze orange. Steve did shoot me in the arm.
1: Oh, my goodness.
0: Uh, really? Oh, heard. I remembered it with a shotgun. Thought I was a wild boar.
1: Oh. Wow. It's just like Dick Cheney, who also was an incredible man of God. Right. What does it feel like to be shot?
2: Uh, shotgun? Yeah to be honest i don't my, my i've i've sustained a lot of nerve damage over the years and See, I, I don't feel a lot of pain wow so you ba- barely even felt it you didn't know it. you were shot I, I just i just i felt i smelled smoke my i felt i i felt myself flung to the to the earth oh and uh but yeah as far as feeling goes i don't
0: feel much it
1: wasn't that bad that's right. cool because it,
0: it does sort of look like you've got up the side of your sort of neck and you know your head's very smooth it's almost like a constellation pattern Oh yeah, yeah. This, those are the, those are the pellets. Those are the pellets. <laughs> it was buckshot. Uh, okay, so they stayed in. Mm-hmm. Right. So just, just they sitting sitting on your skin, sort of. Yeah, I, right I do.
2: That's why I'm. I, I mean, I, I'm always standing outside that metal detector because if you notice, because if I was walked through, I'd, <laughs> set the, I'd set the I'd the darn thing off.
1: Wow, that's true. Wow. That's well, right. if you're
0: gonna be shot by anyone, yeah.
1: I'd like
2: to be shot by Steve. That's, that's right. right. He's man, but thank you for. I mean, noticing. I, if you want. I tell you, if you want, I'll still do a training every now and then. If you want to learn some basic grapples. Absolutely. If you, if you want to learn some evasive tactics. And uh, I have, I've worked out a system. If you, I have a workout regime that is guaranteed to get your neck to the exact width of your head so oh, that it's okay. just yeah. a solid column.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Yours looks so cool. And I think it's cool that you have no body hair whatsoever because then you can see your muscles more.
2: That's right. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you. Kinda.
1: But you do you have to get like custom made suits? How do you get those arms into a suit jacket?
2: I just buy my suits um, special from Big and Tall, have them shipped up and then send them to Edith Belton to get them uh, just custom molded. Yeah. over. Oh, my... right.
0: Oh, Edith Craft Ministry. That's right. That's right. Oh, she does tailoring too.
2: That's right. She'll, she'll, she'll set you up.
0: Oh, that's good to know because I've been wanting I've got these really great jeans and they've I've wa- wanted to put some little pockets on them, sort of down the side. And the the sort of a tapered jean and then I roll up the side and I I wanted just some cool little pockets. So just pockets going all the way down. Yeah, pockets all the way down. I just thought that would look I I, yeah. I always like wearing things where kids are going, Hey, that's a bit cool. I've never seen that before. Maybe I'll try to do that. Yeah. But they can't because I've had it specially made. Yeah. See I'm hearing that and I'm just thinking more for me to search, you know. Oh, okay. mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, when you see a pocket, you just see potential. I just want
2: to pat it down, right? I just want to pat that pocket.
0: Now, can you now? Uh, what do you think about the stop and frisk policy that we have here? I insisted
2: on it, and I, and
0: I, I stand by it. Oh, that was your your policy. That, that was my. Oh, idea. that's great. Yeah, I've always I've always enjoyed that when it's just like at any point you can be approached by security. You really don't have a choice to turn. I mean, you can leave church, I guess. Right. But it's better that you just go ahead and, and take the pat down.
1: Yeah, I've heard that people in the mess ministry, the Spanish speakers, that that they keep getting stopped and frisked more. But I say, you know what, if that's the price you have to pay, it's like, you know, I don't like going through airport security and have have taken my shoes off. But some things you got to say, the greater good is more important.
2: If you got nothing to hide, you got nothing to complain about.
1: That's right. That's right. That is so true. Now, are those like medical orthopedic shoes? Is, are your feet okay? What is that?
2: I was told that after my time in manhandle that I was diagnosed with what is colloquially called Frankenstein foot. They had become big rectangles. Oh, so uh, yeah, I have to get a. I have to get a. A custom-made shoe.
0: Right, and is that because you're picking up so much you're weight? you
2: just taking on so much weight that the bottom of your feet just sort of pancake and, and mold to the shape of whatever wow. footwear that you haven't had on that oh, time. Oh, right. Wow. This is a bodybuilder. Not to get too much into the yeah. ins and outs of it, but yeah. Wow. It so takes a toll.
1: Your feet kind of look like like a beaver tail? That's right. I mean, maybe you could walk on water.
2: <laughs> you could <laughs> not, be like Not geez. a chance. Not and, a chance, sister. <laughs> Don't get me on that And do you have to stuff. wear
1: those special socks, too? Hmm? Is that for like what is that? You got circulation or something?
2: Oh, compression. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. If you press the side of my of my body, mm-hmm. the indentation will stay there oh, for really? two to four hours. Oh. So, but, because I'm i just retain so much moisture. Um. Again, this all goes back to that one period. Right. When it, it was just crazy. The lights, the show, the the attention, whatever was in that water, just. I, it's changed so much
1: Well were you taking Creatine protein Or whatever that's called
2: Name a thing sister I was taking
1: Oh wow 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 Well just like Paul Wrote many letters To the early Christians You've been writing Letters to our mailbags Second time Paul Came up today He was struggling In the flesh Hi Twin Hills Gang, I was hoping y'all could help me with a dilemma I've been having. I've recently taken up running and have been training outside and have always run in sweatpants to stay modest. But with the weather being so hot, it is becoming more difficult to wear pants. However, I can't find any women's athletic wear shorts that are modest enough. If I'm just running around my neighborhood, is it okay to wear something shorter than fingertip length? Or do y'all have any tips for fighting off the heat in sweatpants? Sincerely. Hot for heaven. Oh, man, I feel like this goes perfectly with what you were talking about earlier because, you know, females really have a responsibility to not make upright men stumble in the flesh, you know?
2: I I mean, even when we were at the peak of our working out, we were just the billowyest workout clothes you could imagine. Mm. Really? Yeah. Very roomy because you
0: can't, you just don't want to show your form. Right. Yeah, Yeah, with men, I don't always think that it's a problem. With women, it's going to be a big problem. And so, one thing that I would recommend is probably not running outside. Get a treadmill.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Uh, Treadmills, you can find them usually pretty cheap online. A used one is fine. And you just keep that in your window and make sure it's a window that doesn't face the street. And then you get the opportunity to run, which you think is outside, it feels like outside, yeah. uh, but then you can go ahead and keep the sweatpants on, you can crank up the AC, yeah. and then you don't have to deal with that idea of of running around your neighborhood and something that might be uh, inappropriate.
1: Yeah. Because you see these girls, I see them at the mall and stuff. These teenage girls are cutting their jean shorts so short that I don't know what you call it. The, the bottom part of your, of your buttock muscle, you know, that bottom part that that goes into the top of the leg where it's coming down, it's curving down and then it goes into the leg.
2: I need to work out.
1: Well, just one second. I'm sorry. I I
0: I might need to cut this short. I need to work out.
1: Uh, just one second. Uh, right. uh, it just, oh, I it's about what, the
0: short. Uh, with the shorts, I, I see this all the time. In climax, these kids sometimes they yeah. really want to push the push the boundaries. And I don't
1: know what the, you call that bottom part, but you know it happens on the um, it happens on the breast. If I can say that too, the bottom. I don't know what the bottom part of the breast is called. That round part at the bottom. But I was not ta- to try to wrap
2: this up. But i really, I got to work out so hard. Well, right I just now.
1: wanted to let Hot for Heaven know that like what you uh, uh, you know some rules to live by are that your blouse can come to. The, po- the 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 furthestmost point of your breast but then it has to fall straight hate, down it can't go underneath hate, Rusty, and cup do you underneath want this, the here's breast a
0: church directory if you-
1: <laughs>
2: oh
0: my oh. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Oh, wow wow that was awesome
1: <laughs> wow
0: all 10,000 members just ripped right now there
1: wow well uh, I'll tell you what hot for heaven I wish you could have seen what just happened in this room because your letter has inspired some real activity that honors Christ today here and I just want you to know that you know what just hold out till you have kids and when they totally wreck your body um, nobody's gonna be looking at you jogging anyway so maybe that's an answer
2: just remember the power of your body and the the Power of Our Own Forces in Operation Desert Storm.
1: Rusty Brent was played by Ross Bryant. You can follow him on Instagram at RossBB. That's R-O-S-S-B-B. And you can also check him out on American Princess on Lifetime or the Improvised Shakespeare Company when they play at Theater 80 in New York and at Largo in L.A. I'm Holly Laurent playing Hallie LeBond, and Gray Haas is played by Greg Hess. Our incredible producer is Ryan Countshouse. Follow us on your favorite form of social media and send a letter to our mailbag at Gmail. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. And if you like the podcast, please support us on Patreon. Patreon. Hey, this is Betsy Stover. And I'm Amanda Allen. And we do a podcast called Why Mommy Drinks. Each episode, we have a guest, and we all share a story of a time that our kids drove us to drink. Parenting isn't easy, but it sure can be funny. Listen to us on Campfire Media.
0: Why Mommy Drinks.
1: Campfire.